Giles, make us stop. Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Edwina. And if you listen to this, this is our Once More We're Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today we're doing Season 5, Episode 14, Crush. Crush. This episode first aired February 13th, 2001. Written by David Fury and maybe a little bit of Joss as well in there. Yeah. Slightly Joss in there. And directed by Daniel Attis. Over to you, Eddie. All right. This is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through, and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Always pause on that one. Um, So much of my time is dedicated to this. (laughs) A lot of my time. Uh, So, uh, where do we start, Eddie? Well, just a brief, uh, you know, what's it like for this episode, re-watching it, seeing it the first time? I... I think this episode's a really underrated episode. Um, it's a really good Spike-centric episode. Mm-hmm. So they're always enjoyable. You know, we get the return of Drusilla. I loved, absolutely love Drusilla. Yep. Uh, Juliet Landau, yeah. daughter of Martin Landau. Yeah. So she returns pretty much every line. Like I had so much trouble trying to pick a quote because every line out of her mouth was just amazingly <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. She even did the shame, shame <laughs> yes. thing with her finger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that one's going to come up. Uh, so, what, what's it like in the zeitgeist of the Buffy verse fandom? Well, well Is it's it up not, there? You know what? It's not really going to be someone's favorite episode. Like, it won't come up as someone's favorite episode, but it, it's not on the lower end of the yeah. spectrum. So, just just a uh, medium sort of tier. We're talking. Uh, Buffy episode, are we? Or yeah, it's probably medium, medium to a little, yeah. little bit higher than that, oh, because yeah. it's so Spike centric and yeah. Spike. Um, you know, it is that thing. It's like a comedy of errors where just Spike is just trying so hard and just failing. <laughs> and yeah, it's just you just watch him get humiliated again and again and again. Giles, um, make us. You know he. <laughs> Uh, but it does come down to his character. Like he's yeah. such a great character to talk about. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just uh, just him, Spike being Spike. You do you you do you Spike. <laughs> yes. You do you. Yeah. Uh, did you want to do the? Yeah. All right. Let's do a quick summary. Then we will get back to it. At the newly renovated Bronze, Spike chats with Buffy, who was baffled by his friendliness. A train arrives in Sunnydale with dead passengers and a mysterious attacker. Buffy reads about the train murders and concludes that it's a vampire. Buffy searches Dawn and finds her with Spike. Dawn admits to her own crush on Spike, but really shocks her sister when she says that Spike has a crush on Buffy. Buffy and Xander investigate the train and Buffy confesses the possibility of Spike loving her. Buffy returns home and finds her mother and sister talking in the kitchen with Spike. Spike tells Buffy that he has a lead on some vamps from the train. On a stakeout in Spike's car, Buffy is unnerved by some of Spike's behaviour. Buffy and Spike enter the vampire's lair, but the vampires immediately run off. Buffy realises that the warehouse is a vampire nest and thus couldn't have been involved in the train massacre. When Spike holds the door open for her, Buffy finally demands to know why he's acting like this and if everything that has just happened was Spike's version of a date. 
Spike loudly denies it at first and admits he wants it to be, but Buffy reacts with disgust. Spike returns to his crypt where he's greeted by his sire and longtime love, Drusilla. Harmony arrives and yells at Drusilla for hurting Spike, however Spike quickly dumps Harmony. Joyce and Willow talk to Buffy about the problem with Spike and tells her that she's made it clear to Spike that there is nothing between them. Spike and Drusilla dance at the bronze. Drew spots a couple on a catwalk for them to feed on. She snaps the neck of the girl and Spike feeds off her. Buffy goes to confront Spike at his crypt but discovers his shrine to her. As she tries to leave, she is attacked by Drusilla who is then betrayed by Spike. Buffy awakens to find herself chained up with Drusilla, tied to a pole across from her. Spike professes his love and offers to kill Drusilla to convince Buffy of his love. Buffy rejects Spike again and he goes into a rage. Harmony arrives and shoots Spike with a crossbow. While Harmony and Spike fight... Good on it. Good on, Harmony. <laughs> Good on you, Harmony. While Harmony and Spike fight, Drusilla breaks free and goes after Buffy. She saves Buffy, causing Drusilla to run off heartbroken. Harmony tells Spike that she is done with him. Once alone, Buffy punches Spike. <laughs> Spike follows Buffy home and tries to persuade her of their connection. But as he attempts to follow her into a house, he discovers that she has had his invitation revoked. The end. Yes. Okay, Idia. Where do you want to start with this? So Spike is an interesting character to talk about. With and without a soul, he was a hopeless romantic. And that seems – and he seems to be constantly drawn to women that he can't have. He can't truly have them. It's the chase, isn't it? Well, is it the chase or is it part of being a hopeless romantic that you can't have have them? Like it's the suffering that – you know, they kind of feed, you know, they kind of like the suffering. Well, isn't that how his character started? At, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I was trying to say. He, he was that woman he was, that was very yes, effulgent. Cecilia. <laughs> yeah, Cecilia. So he's, as I said, he's always drawn to these women that he can't have. Yeah. Uh, and even Drew, like Drew, he never really truly had her. Like she was constantly cheating on him. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you find out her and Angel were always. Like she was pretty much with both, both of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, what I was trying to say is that the appeal of chasing after Buffy is that he, you know, it is sort of his inner romantic. Um, from it, when he was like sort of that leftover trait from when he was human. That part of the appeal is the suffering. <laughs> yeah. Almost like the Romeo and Juliet thing, where they it's forbidden love that yes. you can't have. You can't have yeah. her because she. She's, you know, from another family or whatever. So the chase is what appeals to him, and it must be like a psychological thing that triggers where he could he could be with Harmony and be happy with well, her. Well, that's the whole thing. And he's, is and that he's not. Well, the whole thing is is that she's the only one that you know she is desperate for his affection, uh, and she you can kind of see this mirroring happening where he is treating her the way that Buffy treats him. Yeah. So. And I do love her little declaration at the end <laughs> where she's just like, you know, I, you know, she's like, I gave and I gave and I gave and nothing, you know, I, you're not even a little bit nicer to me. <laughs> Kiss these puppies goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think my favourite line of hers was, um, I gave you the great, like my best months of my life. <laughs> Only a few months. 
Um, yeah. So, and this is unfortunately the last time we see Harmony and Buffy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, she goes off to Angel, does yes, she? Yeah. she does become a yeah. character on Angel. Too good of a character to let go. I yeah, think. I think they pretty much make her a main character by the fifth season. Like, she's sort of there but not there. Yeah, okay. Reoccurring and then they make her a main main cast member mm-hmm. pretty much in the last season. Called her Morticia too. Yes, exactly. And she, she was in Adam's she family. was in the Adams family. <laughs> uh so David Fury didn't really like the direction that this show was going in regards of Spike and Buffy. So to keep people from romanticizing the relationship they inserted that line about the um, hunchback of Notre Dame mm-hmm. that Willow says. Yeah, Cosimoto. Yeah. And it's, you know, Willow says, I just don't see why he couldn't end up with Esmeralda. They could have had a wedding right there beneath the very bell tower where he laboured thanklessly for all those years. And then Tara says, no, see, it can't end like that because all of Cosimoto's actions were selfishly motivated he had no moral compass, no understanding of right. Everything he did out of love for a woman who would never be able to love him back. Also, you can tell it's not going to have a happy ending when the main character, when the main guy's all bumpy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is just describing Spike. Okay, all right, all bumpy face, yeah. Yeah, pretty okay. much fully, and everything that he was doing, he was doing it for selfish reasons. Yeah. Not for her love, not for her benefit. Well, he was doing it for her benefit, but, but not, not her love. Yes. It was his love. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he tries a number of different tactics throughout this episode to try and get Buffy to notice him, so to speak. Uh, and the first thing that he does is when you see him in the bronze, and I just, I remember first watching this and I'm like, what the hell is he wearing? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't wearing his leather jacket, was he? No, so he doesn't have his his trademark coat. Yeah. He's wearing this sort of knee-length coat. It's a very, very – it looks like something Riley would wear. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a leftover prop from Riley. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he has like a shirt and tie on. <laughs> and what? it's great – like it's a it's like a green. Like normally you see him in – he's normally in either black – with like a little bit of red. Like that's yeah. normally what he's wearing. But in this, no, he's in <laughs> he's in this weird green shirt. Green doesn't suit him. No, <laughs> no. Doesn't suit him at all. Yeah, you get, he gets a few different looks in this as well. And then later on, I think he's in like a sweater. He sort of looks, again, very Riley-esque <laughs> as well. Uh, and then it's not until Drusilla shows up that he puts his spike uniform back on. So, can we talk about, um, I suppose this episode, there's no big bad. It's just a character-driven episode. There's no existential. Well, there's uh, no sort Drusilla of, is the big bad. Oh, but she's, yeah, but it's not really a, a, a mystery Drusilla. they solve. Like, they, she does, it, it's a pretty intense killing, which is kind of similar to that in Dracula when the when a ship comes mm. in and everyone's dead. If you remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, of course, she comes into town on, on a train and everyone's dead. But there's no – they sort of mention that mystery, but it's never really brought up again yeah. in the episode. So it's not really a mystery that they're well, trying it's to sort solve. Of, it's sort of a mystery, but yeah, but, it's uh, Drusilla. But yeah. also remember, Drusilla is very, very dangerous. She oh, has, yeah, yeah. She, you know, she killed Kendra. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Um, yeah. She's, but I, but she's I, not. Yeah, what I'm saying though, in this episode, it's not really a monster of the week. More of a character-driven sort of episode, I yeah. guess, is what I'm trying well, to say. Well, it's more it's, the episode's called Crush, and yeah. it's really about Spike's crush yeah. on on Buffy. Yeah, um, which I don't mind that type of episode. I think that's uh, you could call it yeah. a filler almost, but I think it's pretty important. No, no, it, it does it's, end up being quite yeah. important. I can already feel that it's it's quite important because we've been building up on this for a long time. Mm. Oh, this whole season, I think, we've been building up on his infatuation with her. Yeah, possibly yeah. Even prior to that. I don't. I, I can't remember that. When it started, oh, I reckon it started season two, like when he first saw when her. When he first saw her, like the way that he was looking at her in that. Yeah, but but obviously that wasn't part of the storyline that, that that is now. They can turn it wasn't intentional, I think, from that point for him to for them to, where they're gonna go. But when do you think it really started with his infatuation? Like th- this whole season, we've been you know he's been. Stealing her clothes and stuff like that, and standing outside her house. So within this season, when was did it, it just start? this season? Or no, I, I honestly. Well, he came back, didn't well, he? He came back to Sunnydale. He, yeah. he really shouldn't have come back to Sunnydale. Yeah, that's, was it that when it sort of started? Was it as soon as he came back? Yeah, I, I honestly think it started the moment he, him, and Drusilla arrived in Sunnydale. That's when that's when the obsession started. Okay, but that wasn't a. It didn't seem sexual, though. Really? It seemed very sexual the way that he spoke to her. Yes, but I think where we are now, like from where, where it started, obviously he was in obsession fir- in to one kill of, her. In one of his first first meetings, he's like the way that he t- he, he sexualized absolutely everything he said to her. Yeah, but so where we got from there to where we are now, like there was a bridge part and then we're in the obsession part. In the Well, even Drusilla, well, I think once they teamed up together... Maybe yeah. in season two, right? Maybe then. Okay. So, because that was because it was after that that Drusilla was saying, like she couldn't get over that, hmm. and that she knew that he had this obsession. Oh, she said something, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. She was like, he had he's had this obsession with her like the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like she just says that all she can see is her floating around his head. Yeah, but it was played off as in like obsession to kill her, but obviously it's manifested, and he's not even hiding it anymore. Or virtually, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it was funny, as I said, the tactics he was taking to to prove that he was a good man. So, yeah, we had and the so, stakeout scene as well. Yeah. <laughs> but before that, you have him talk, like he's, he's looking after Dawn, like he was hanging out with Dawn in mm. the crypt. Yeah. And then you had him with Dawn and... Like he went to get on on the good side of the mum, and he was having like a full on fun conversation with with Joyce, and he actually looked like he was enjoying the conversation with Joyce. Mm, yeah, sitting on a kitchen bench. Yeah, he was like fully relaxed. <laughs> like <a> teenager. <laughs> he was fully relaxed having this conversation with Joyce, and he was just like, "Oh, you're gonna have me in stitches again, Joyce. You can't <laughs> tell me that story again." <laughs> I tell you the story about the tomatoes. <laughs> and then. Uh, and then he tries to be, you know, helpful, Spike. Like he's he's trying to help Buffy. So yeah, he's like trying to lead her on to some clues. It's the mystery she's ha- got, uh, trying to solve. Yeah, which he knew was like bogus. Like it obviously wasn't those guys. He just, oh no, he just knew there's some vampires in there. Well, they've been there before, haven't they? Wasn't that the was that the same drug den that um? What's yeah, name it looks pretty in? like the moment they saw. I think it's one of the funniest comic moments of the series. It's like Slayer, and they they're like they sort of puff up a little bit and then bolt. They're gone. <laughs> Off they go. <laughs> they're making popcorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it's, it's weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So finally, Buffy like kind of cracks it. Yeah. And she's like, "What the hell is going on?" And then, is this a date? No. Is, or is this your version of a date? <laughs> and then he sort of admits Can his it be? feelings. Yeah, yeah. But then she, you know, she shoots. She won't let him say that he loves her. Yeah. She's like she won't let him. And she fully shuts him down, uh, goes home, and then Joyce proceeds to uh, victim shame her by saying, did you do something to lead him on? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Joyce, really? Really? She hits him like she's... (sighs) Yeah, apparently beating him up is like... Third base. <laughs> For him it is, I'd, yes, I'd imagine. Yes. Um, anyway, once he gets – so he goes back home. Drusilla's there. Drusilla wants to get back together with him. Yeah. Um, Harmony rocks up, starts yelling at <laughs> Drusilla. <laughs> and then, you know, Spike dumps dumps Harmony. Yeah, on the spot. Yeah, on the spot. Gone. And gets back with Drusilla. So you sort of have these three women – that are his past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, he's sort of, by the end of it, he loses all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just pick one, mate. You could have well, picked one he and you got none. He could have been perfectly happy with Harmony. Hmm. Um, but no. <laughs> and then he could have been perfectly Harmony with Drusilla, who's been chasing for the better part of a century or so. Yep. Yeah, but then said no to that. And mm. went and went to the one he couldn't have, which alludes, which circles back to what you were talking about before. Exactly. So he could have he had a choice of two out of three, and he didn't end up with none. Yeah. So, so the odds were, were actually in his favour. So there were two there that he could have. Yeah. And instead, two out of three, and then he's got none out of three. Yeah. 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 Um, and his whole plan at that point was similar to what he had said in Lovers Walk, where he was going to find. Um, find Drew, tie her up, and torture her until he love until she loves him again. <laughs> like that was his plan on getting Drusilla back. Wow, okay, is exactly what he tried to do to Buffy. Not a great plan. Uh, but also another mirror and callback is that in the episode Angel, Angel kills Darla as yep. in a way to prove that he is in love with. Buffy, oh, and I think Darla yeah. had tried to get back together with him in that episode. Wow, okay. <laughs> so it worked for Angel. Yeah, so it worked for Angel. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't a bad idea. I don't I don't think Angel tied her up. Tied up no, Buffy. no, he didn't do that part, no, but he okay. did kill, you know, his evil ex, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so uh, I wanted to bring up something. So can we bring up consent? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, drink it. You have a milkshake and I have a milkshake. (laughs) No, we're not doing the milkshake. (laughs) So um, the whole thing of him chasing her. Now, I know where this goes in the end. um, And you would think that what he's done in this episode would just kill any chance or any possibility of them being together. Yeah. Yeah, He kidnapped her, knocked her out, tied her up, almost got her killed. There's a couple of episodes coming up where he... Does kind of redeem himself. Yeah, but you would you so, would just look at this and think you'd say that's if, if you didn't. Watch, oh, this isn't even the worst thing he does to her. <laughs> but just taking taking <laughs> this episode, you just think it would be over, okay? And there would be no 
chance mm. virtually. Okay. Um, and it just reminded me of uh, other TV shows where stuff like this has happened. Mm. So you remember Happy Days? Oh, yes. <laughs> I was Chachi. thinking about this before. It's the, it's that wearing them down. Yeah, it's the wearing them down. So Chachi and Janie. Joni. Joni. Joni and Chachi, yeah. So the first time they meet and she pretty much tells them to piss off and it became a, a – I don't remember the show that well, but I do remember he was constantly pursuing her and she was constantly telling him to piss off. Yeah, it was the constant was, joke. Yeah, and it was, yeah. it, was a, it was a, it was a, yeah, constant joke. And she would joke. have these new, fan, you know, like all these new fancy quips to throw quips at him, to throw at him yeah, every time then, he asked her out. Yeah. And then eventually she said maybe and then the sh- the series actually ended with them getting married. Yeah. <laughs> well, another so, show of the wear me down um, thing is probably Big Bang Theory. Like Leonard ends up just pretty much wearing Penny down. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, just pursuing her endlessly until – and then uh, I think he does this thing where he constantly asks her to marry him. <laughs> and she's constantly saying no. Uh, is that the way to try to chase women? Is that is that um, it problematic these days or what? I mean, it's played off as cute and harmless, um, constantly asking this woman out when she says no. Uh, just another another show I want to mention was yeah. a British show called Men Behaving Badly. Oh, uh, yeah. It had that Doc Martin guy in it. Yeah. And another a couple of the, the British version. There wasn't an American version. Yeah, had uh, Roy Schneider in it. Yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah. Um, so in the British version, it was the you know the two guys living together. One of the guys was single and was constantly trying to pursue the girl lived across the hall in their apartment block. Uh, in the British version, the guy was you know always trying but you know failing. Uh, one episode, she's trying to move out and he's trying to make the place look like a shithole so no one would take her apartment. <laughs> And, and in the American show, Roy Schneider played the part – Rob Schneider, sorry, not Roy Schneider from Jaws. Mm-hmm. Rob Schneider played the part of the of the friend. But he was, he was a lot more pathetic in the American version. Yeah. So in the, in the British version, he was a bit more charming. So it seemed like he did have a slight chance. But in the in the American version, it was just like god-awful. He's, he's serenading her at her door while she's in his apartment with his friend, you know, saying, oh, is he still out there? I want to go home or something like that. <laughs> so um, – Bit of a tangent there, I guess. So yeah, the whole consent thing of constantly, consistently chasing a woman down and wearing her down until she says yes. So is it? I just wanted to ask, and I would. I don't want to get to a political debate, but is it is it problematic to do something like that now to have a character constantly pursue a woman who says no? Because it's, it's always played off as charming and innocent in these TV shows and and stuff. Well, I think they always have some sort of friendship going. As I said, the Big Bang Theory one works because they were they were together. Um, he just wore her down on the marriage thing. Oh, they're actually t- were together. Yeah, so they were oh, together, okay. but she kept refusing to marry him. Oh, okay. I thought he was yeah. just asking to marry her just outright. Oh, okay, right. No, I, I think thought, they they break up and get back together a bunch of times. I think but this there is, is ringing a bell now. Actually, but, I didn't know the show that well. But, but there is the fact that yeah, he's constantly asking her to marry him, and she just keeps knocking him back. <laughs> so you 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 think it's it can be played in a sweet sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. Even this way in Buffy the Vampire side. Uh, Could you do that if they were to do the remake that they keep not talking about or comes up every See, now and again? See, this was the problem is that there's so much chemistry but like, and James Masters is just disgustingly hot. <laughs> <laughs> like disgustingly hot. Like those jaw, like his jawline is 
And that little shaved know, eyebrow thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, like his jawline could cut ice. It's just... <laughs> and yeah. SMG is not bad on the eyes too, so they'd make yeah. a great so couple. So they are just... <laughs> yeah, and he's he he's kind of perfect for Buffy in a way, uh, except for the fact that they have this very sadistic sort of relationship. Kind of what, uh, what's it called? Fucking and punching? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking and fighting. Fucking <laughs> fighting. Uh, but for him, I guess that's where the passion comes from. Like he can't have it too easy. Yeah. Easy is boring. Exactly. <laughs> and he yeah. said that before, you know, love is fire. And, you know, he had that big poetic speech about Angel and Buffy when they, were, when they weren't together. Hmm. And going, you know, you guys, you'll never be friends. You can't be friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, in conclusion, yeah, you, that'd be okay now? Uh, I think it depends how it's done. Yeah. And also, yeah, if there's reason. Does it, yeah. it, what about the real world? Does that work? Probably. Can you, can you wear them down? Yeah. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, I think you've you've got to play it. A certain play it way. way. All right. <laughs> like it can't be it can't be done as a you tr- like um. Maybe stalk- don't. Maybe don't tie them up. Is that is that the, uh, yeah. the key thing? Yeah. <laughs> and threaten to kill your ex in front of them because yeah. you love them so much. Yeah. Maybe don't do that. All right. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so all of all of his tactics. So he's tried tying her up and torturing her, like what um, he said he was going to do to Drusilla. Uh, then in the end, he just resorts to begging. Yeah, <laughs> it gets pretty pathetic, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and by the end of it, he's lost all the girls. Yeah, um, and. On you know, Buffy's very close to just dusting him, and it does sort of. That's the other thing. Why hasn't she dusted him if she's so repulsed by him? It's almost like I think you've said it before. They like having him around because he's like their pet vampire. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure how this all transpires later on. So, are you alluding to something there? The fact that she is that what makes him suspicious that she may have feelings for her for him because she hasn't dusted him. Does that play? Sort of- I think she's very attracted to the dark side of him. Yeah, because it's it does kind of mirror or shadow her own dark side that she has, like that Slayer part of her. Okay, so interesting. Yeah, and he does fight side by side with her. <laughs> yeah, well, I like, guess you could say they're work colleagues. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you know they say about dating people from work, you know. <laughs> That's what the, <laughs> you know, it happens. It happens. Now that's problematic. Um, all right. So there's not actually a lot of other storylines going on in this, other than I think Willow Willow mentions the her, nosebleeds or something. Yeah, her headaches and that, and I think they've done that so that they can't keep using that teleportation uh, spell. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because um, yeah, that would just be too easy. <laughs> yeah, made it too op. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Gloria's uh, here. Hang on. Transpondius, is it? Mm. No? Spontaneous transpoder, or what is it? <laughs> I don't know. Let's throw glitter on the bitch and, <laughs> <laughs> and clap our hands together. <laughs> yeah. Pentrotus, is it? No? Spentrotus? What is it? Pin to my scrotum. Pin to my scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> Expelliarmus. Yeah. Um, no, I got to yeah, shut that so, down. So, they've got to, so they set that up and then, yeah, that's. that's yeah, that's about it. Not much else was going on. There's a little bit of Xander. Oh, that's right. There's Xander. <laughs> There's Xander getting upset that um, Dawn doesn't have a crush on him anymore. She's oh, that was on. that She's, was a little a bit, creepy, it was wasn't really it? That creepy. Was, it? Was 
I mean, he plays it off for laughs. So, well, she hasn't a crush on me anymore. No, I'm know. the one that she has a crush on. Like, he kind of liked the fact that she had a crush on him. Yeah. It's kind of really gross. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? I, yeah. I'm trying to sort of justify it, but no, I it was, don't want it to. Was gross. It was really gross when he was bragging about it to, to Giles and then him getting upset that she no longer has a, <laughs> has a crush yeah. on him. Oh, that's right. He was bragging about it in the last episode. Yeah, that's. I'm not really sure where to go with that. I, th- I don't think I will. <laughs> Straight to the keeper that one. Yeah. I reckon. So, so yeah. There's not a great deal of other things going on in this nah. episode. It's all about Spike. Yeah. Um, and which was yeah entertaining. Um, but we could talk about his wall of um, his shrine, his shrine or his serial killer wall. Uh, it looked like he had gone. Back to the to that mansion that Angel or Angelus used to live in, and he collected all of Angelus's drawings of Buffy. Oh, okay. Unless, because well, have we seen? I don't think Spike was the. He wasn't really the artist. It was more hmm. Angel that used to draw those obsessive yeah. Buffy pictures. I don't remember him drawing those, to be honest. But uh, Angel. Yeah, or Angelus. You saying Angel? Yeah, Angelus used to draw. So them. the evil one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's what most of his wall was made up of, was mm. <laughs> those drawings. Oh, and the uh, the role playing with Harmony. Oh, that's right, the role playing. <laughs> so she was she was all into it. She knows exactly what he wants. So she was that that's commitment from a, a partner. I got to say, yeah. pretending to be another woman yeah. that you know yeah. that you hate. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I think even Harmony can tell at this point that he's obsessed with Buffy. Yeah, but she's still hanging around. I mean, that's yeah. commitment. Well, she was, you know. You shouldn't let a girl like that go. She's willing to dress up as another yeah. woman for you. Yeah. Like an, an actual person, not like a famous person. Mm-hmm. If You know, so be like, hey, could you dress up as my friend's wife or something? <laughs> <laughs> sure, honey, why not? <laughs> yeah. Remember that bitch in school you hated? Can yeah. you just pretend to be pretend her? Pretend to be her. <laughs> Remember your boss? <laughs> Can you dress up like your boss for me? Oh dear, he was a dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, so, uh, so had you seen this episode? Uh, no, I hadn't seen this episode. No, it's a new one for me. Um, and did you go down any rabbit holes? Uh, so just the musical uh, acts for this. So we actually got the bronze for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, we haven't like seen it forever. For a while. Oh, yeah. we had it in Triangle when it got destroyed. Okay, that was a few episodes back. Right, and it was very brief. And no, that wasn't brief. No, oh, that's, that's when it got destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so the musical acts we had, we had two bands in this. Yeah. So they, they made up double, yeah. I guess. Uh, maybe we should do a double episode. Oh, I don't know. Um, we had Summer Camp, Eddie, uh, performing their song. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> Let It Go or something. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's just an alternative rock band. Um, just had really one album and that was about it. Um, looked them up. I mean, I basically just sounded like every other band in yeah. that era. Made a comment on the YouTube page on one of their live acts they performed about six, seven years ago. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, not, not nothing too interesting there. Uh, the second band, Devices, uh, which I was complaining about the name being too generic because yeah. the song well, was called Key. When I was looking it up, Key well, Devices. Well, when they I'm were like, naming the band and their songs, they obviously didn't have SEO in, in yeah. mind. Well, it's not devices with an E, so I sh- that's probably like I was spelling it wrong. Okay. So that's probably what I was throwing. Oh, the hell? Oh, there's no E in it. Uh, which then made it very easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 
so this band is probably a lot more successful than the previous band, Devices. Uh, that, that was the band that was had the female singer that they were singing yeah, when... Yeah, that um, was when Drusilla and Spike are on the dance yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah, singing that very sort of uh, slow indie or indie rock sort of band, but very sort of melancholic. a lot of their music. Very similar to sort of like Frante or something like that. Mm. Um, I think Joss is very... Um, he, has, he has a type, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely uh, has a type of music he likes. Yeah, so a lot. Well, I can't tell success, but they definitely did have. They released five albums, Ooh, so that's that's, a few. that's impressive. Uh, seven inch CDs. Oh, is that seven inch? Does that mean it's only got seven tracks? I can't remember what that means anymore. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Um, they actually had another song uh, released on the Telltale Walking Dead game. Okay. Did you, you ever play that one with Clementine? Mm-hmm. No, nope. Clementine. You, you can't play that game. It's too sad. <laughs> <laughs> Have a box of tissues when you play that game. It's just a point and click adventure game. Yeah, it's something I know. To, yeah, you know the game I'm talking about. Yeah, it's a yeah, pretty cool I, game. I do remember you playing it. Yeah, yeah, pretty graphic too. Um, you can play it on your tablet and stuff too, like just point and click. But yeah, entertaining. Uh, Salty Seas. That was a song they had. A pretty sad song. Yeah, really, really fits it. It was as for the closing. Uh, the end credits for season two. I think there was five seasons in that video game. Uh, good video game, actually. Recommend mm-hmm. it. And uh, actually, I recommend um, Devices. I'll, I listened to some music. I couldn't didn't listen to all five albums. So I didn't really have time for yeah. that. Um, yeah, no, pretty good. Pretty good album. Yeah, uh, recommend it. Sarah Love was the is the singer. Uh, Love with no e. L O V. Yeah, I did think of another thing I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Yeah, so Spike on the balcony. Uh-huh. Like, did you wonder why? On the catwalk? Yeah, yep. on the catwalk. Yeah. Sorry, Spike on the catwalk. Yes. Did you wonder why he was able to Oh, the chip, drink? yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have the theory. So is this been, <laughs> has it been resolved on the show or this is just a theory? Is this it? is just a theory. Okay, yeah. Is that uh, it's because Drusilla killed the person first. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, he didn't kill her. Yes, yeah. I did not think of that. That is just so fucking obvious. I think you're absolutely right. So when it, so his chip does hurt later on. Yeah, no, work? his his chip is still working. It's still working, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was already so. dead. Yeah, yeah, because she did the whole quick snap thing, didn't yeah. she? Yeah. 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 There you go. And then I think it was. I think it might have hurt him when he started to do the bite face. But I, or did Drusilla do some sort of? Spell or something. Well, she sort of has that hypnotizing thing that she can do. It did seem like she she was uh, shimmering him. What do you, not shimmer? Is that what you call it? Him yeah. a little bit, where he sort of changed a little bit to the old Spike almost yeah. when he when she was like. Well, well he also said, "I'm back." <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> the old me is back. <laughs> okay. It's a bit more obvious than what I yeah. thought. Right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, so, okay, that's it. Yep. Question time? Yeah. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. All right, Eddie, question time. So, Jared. Yes, Eddie. Which character was your favourite in this episode? Oh, Drew. I did love Drew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spike was good, though. Spike and Drew were good. But I, I, oh, look, seeing I Drew back at her entrance was pretty pretty badass. Yeah. Just killing everyone. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, vampires are killers. 
Yes. <laughs> and and maybe paying homage to Dracula as well with the his entrance yep, when he killed true, everyone on the true. ship. Yep. Um yeah, I have Drusilla as well. <laughs> oh, Bram Stoker is Dracula is talking about, not the Dracula we met. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Drusilla, yeah, okay. That's uh mainly um so I probably would have said Spike, except that he does some pretty horrendous things in this episode. Mm. Um, that are kind of a little bit unforgivable. It's almost like the old caveman knock him on the head, taking back, drag him back to your yes, cave exactly, method, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. So yeah. Anyway, it goes back. It goes to Drusilla. Like she's fantastic in this episode. And then I'll I'll just give a little side note to Harmony as well, because just because this is her last. Okay. Nice. This is the off. last time we'll see Harmony. Oh, so fair enough. Yeah. We'll, we'll. I'll just give her a little. She gets half a point. <laughs> Half a point for Harmony. That's fair. Yeah. I, I will allow that. All right. Which character do you love to hate? So I think Spike I kind of love to hate actually. Yeah, he's, he's, I went Spike is next level creepy yeah, in this episode. really pathetic, you know, in the yeah. end. You're just begging her on the street, you know. Please yeah. take me. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, LOL moment of the oh, episode. Oh, there's a fair few, was There's it? a bunch of them. Yeah, either Spike getting slapped, I think. Which by, time? By all of them. <laughs> One, two, three. Yes. Bang, bang, bang. You could play that in a little sort of uh, gif. Yeah. Hocus is up. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's the Harmony and Spike role playing. Like, yeah. ooh, I'm going to get you. And then he just sort of flies. It's this weird thing where he just sort of flies out of nowhere with no shirt on. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes for a very com- um, comic moment. Mm, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, the two vamps in the warehouse as well, like the moment they see the Slayer and then like... Yeah, you, think, just... you think they're about to have a showdown or something and then yeah. they're like, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. And just bolt. Slayer. Nope. Uh, Favourite fight scene? Uh, I like the Drusilla versus Buffy little fight scene they have where she's chained up yeah. and like you know, head banging her and doing kick flips and... Yeah. So I thought it was a pretty good fight scene because you know, Buffy was like fucked like... Drusilla like just killed six people on a train, so like she was like, "Oh, this is you know, I'm all over this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and uh, yeah, managed to f- uh, fight her off, and yeah, yeah. Um, you, you, yeah. Yep. I went dungeon fight scene, but with Harmony trying to kill Spike <laughs> the whole time. Like they, they had this very, they had this very pathetic fight going yeah. on where there was like hair pulling, and then she's like pulling the, she's like, "Ouch, you're on my hair." <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it the hair pulling her fights, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, and then, and then she like starts pulling the arrow that's in his uh. back. <laughs> like they have this very scrappy, scrappy kind of fight. Like it's not your technical martial yeah, arts. Yeah, while, uh, while there's other brilliant fights going on. So mm. you, went to, you went to the lame one, which is fair enough, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That was, wasn't the best fight scene. It was favourite fight scene. So Favourite scene. Uh, again, there was there was a lot, but I wanted to go something different. I thought Spike telling Dawn the scary story scene was, uh, yeah, was quite yeah. a good scene. Them just sitting there and he's like just telling her what he did, um, and it, it was like it was almost like those campfire stories, yeah, except yeah, yeah, he was the person in the story. So yeah, um, but everyone turned out okay, right? Didn't they? I think in the end <laughs> they were fine. Yes. Gave her a good home. Gave her a good home, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. So I'm glad that 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 ended didn't well. eat her. No, didn't, definitely didn't eat her. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I went um, Spike and Buffy in the car. 
Yeah. <laughs> doing the steak out. Doing the steak out of the warehouse because it's just this very bizarre. Well, there's a scene where he leans over. Yeah. And, she, and she's like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? He's yeah. like, I'm getting something out of the glove compartment. And she offers it to him. Like, yeah, he offers it he to offers her. He offers it to her and she's like, ew. And she's like, like it's not blood, it's bourbon. And he's like, ew. ew. <laughs> and then he starts, he tries to start talking to her about music after <laughs> he starts singing the Ramones. <laughs> yeah. It's just this weird little, a weird little scene. Yeah. 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 That was, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Uh, least favorite, least favorite scene. Oh, I guess I have to say when Buffy stole the newspaper off that poor bloke who was reading it. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a bit rude. I didn't I actually didn't like uh, Spike making the mistakes that he was making in this episode. So the scene I didn't like was Buffy finding the serial killer obsession shrine wall. Uh and then as she's getting out of the crypt, yeah. Uh Drusilla zaps her. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. And then, and I don't know, having her tied up and Drusilla tied up. Yeah. Hmm. Not a good mood, but not a good move. No. (laughs) Like, yeah. All right. Favorite quote. All right. So I had that. It was a Spike and Buffy thing. And uh, where Spike says, just give me something, a crumb, the barest smidgen. Tell me maybe someday there's a chance. And Buffy replies, Spike. The only chance you had with me was when I was unconscious. So I guess alluding to the caveman uh, maneuver. Telling me there's a chance. <laughs> Maybe he should have tried the caveman maneuver. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had so much trouble trying to get a quote, just one quote for this. Okay. You're just going to recite everything Drusilla says? Yeah, because pretty much everything that comes out of Drusilla's mouth <laughs> is shame. just so good. She does it's a thing so with her good. finger, shame. Uh, but I'll, yeah, uh, but I'll go with the. Naughty, shh, you needn't make up stories. I already know why you're not coming. Poor boy, tin soldiers put funny little knickknacks in your brain. Can't hurt, can't hunt, can't kill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Knickknacks. And then also Drew, not nice to change the game in mid-play, Spike. You've taken my chair and the music hasn't stopped. Oh, it's just gibberish sometimes, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. And she was, isn't she muttering stuff when she was tied up as well? But most of it was sort of cut off when she was trying to say something. Was she, uh, she had little quips or something she yeah, was saying. Yeah, she did have a few little. Um, when he starts going on about how it's all her fault, and she's like, Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? Like the sarcasm <laughs> drooping off her voice when she's like, It's all your fault. You dumped me. You cheated on me. You left me. It's all your fault. Um, mm. But I also have one of Harmony's. It's almost like she kind of broke character a little bit there. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> really. And <laughs> uh, I also have the one from Harmony as well, which mm. is the, who is this? Oh, wait, I get it. Our little sex game was just the beginning. Now you've gone and picked up some cheap queen of the damned to dress <laughs> up like your precious Drudzilla. You'd better not be thinking what I think you're thinking because my answer is the same as always. No threesomes unless it's boy, boy, girl or Shalise Theron. <laughs> <laughs> that suddenly made me realise how long Shalise Theron's, Theron's been around. Yeah. Shalise Theron. Theron. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's when she won that Oscar, I think, wasn't it? The, mon- the 
Arlene, maybe? Yeah. yeah around that time, maybe, I think. I know. Yeah. Uh, who gets the wooden spoon? Uh, I just gave it to Ben. <laughs> just sitting there at the pub, or the bronze, I should say. Yeah. Just looking all nice and charming. Mm-hmm. Not in his blue pyjamas. Yeah. I might give it to Xander. Oh, for the, the uh, Dawn comment? No, uh, for being a, for Spike being able to steal his money. <laughs> <laughs> does a little sleight of hand. Like he, I think he pretends to spill his beer. Yeah. And does this sleight of hand on a Xander t- to steal his change. <laughs> it's an old trick. He's been doing that for hundreds of years. Yeah. Who's the MVP of the episode? Um, I did write Buffy, but I'm going to change it to Harmony. Yes, that is the correct answer. Oh, is it? Yeah. And I, no, I was going to say that for um, for playing for doing the role play of another person. Oh. I think that's like that's got some. I was going to give it to her for her uh, shooting Spike. She she actually res- everyone, she, everyone shot Spike though. Yeah, but, but like, she she rescues um, she pretty much rescues Buffy and Drusilla. <laughs> Well, she wasn't really trying to rescue them. She well, was just, just trying, trying to kill Spike. Just trying to kill Spike, and everyone shot Spike. So you know, why don't we get a, get a medal for that, or just also she has her her little declaration of independence. Yeah, that she says. But I, I still think it's for the doing the role play. I think of someone <laughs> for Spike of someone else. Like that just takes dedication, and I think it's been un, unrecognized. So maybe, maybe actually, maybe. Spike should have got the wooden spoon, I think. I can go back on that one. Yeah, all right. Spike and Harmony. There's a Spike, wooden spoon, and Harmony, Harmony for the MVP. MVP. Yeah. Well, you're giving it to her for the for the giving it all she's got. Yeah. And I'm giving it f- to her for her declaration of independence where she calls it out that he's a dog. Yeah. And that she doesn't need him and she's, she's out of there. Yeah. She's so, gone. Harmony, round of applause. Well done. And good luck. And shooting Spike for the dog that he is. <laughs> I said, everyone shoots Spike. You get a free coffee after the fifth one. Uh, final question? Yep, final question. What do you rate this episode out of ten using something from the show? I gave it five disappearing e-cigarettes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you did notice that, didn't you? Yeah, he, put a, he had a cigarette in his ear when he, when he meets Dawn. Yeah. Then he grabs a pack and lights one up and then that cigarette's disappeared. Yeah. But he's actually smoking it, like lighting it while you can still see the other yeah, one in his yeah. ear. Yeah, yeah. So I thought they were going to play a trick on that that he'd forgotten it was there. Yeah. But little, little continuity error. Yeah. But the actor forgot it was there. I think the actor <laughs> forgot it was there and that he was probably supposed to grab it uh, from yeah. behind his ear. And he just grabbed it from the pack. Yeah. Is he smoking real cigarettes in those, in these shows? I don't know. Probably would be, wouldn't you? Yeah. Wouldn't they? That, now, that's something you probably wouldn't do these days, I'd imagine. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think you're allowed to have smoking in shows anymore. Really? Mm. Huh? Unless, unless there's like a historical right. reason. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. Uh, your, your rating, Eddie? Uh, I'll give this seven out of ten fuzzy blue sweaters. <laughs> Jumpers, you mean? Well, they kept calling it a sweater, so okay, we know what a sweater is. It's a jumper, jumper sweater, same bloody thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh well, uh, we've reached the end of the episode, Eddie. Uh, anything else you want you want to add in? No, it's too late anyway. I'm just pushing the button. <laughs> it's 
jumped on that like a dog on a bone, didn't I? Yep. Okay, well, thanks for listening to us this week. We are Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. I'm Edwina. And if you like what you're hearing and what you want to listen to more, what will you do? Ah, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. There's a Facebook page. And if you want to help out the podcast, please follow the link tree in the socials for the merch store. Yes, so like, share, subscribe, all that nonsense. Anyway, I'm out of here. All right, bye. Bye.